Welcome back, folks. Today we're going to start talking about 1993, and there are three matches that are going to be really important to telling the story of Kenta Kobashi in 1993. Literally no one had a better 1993 than Kobashi, with the possible exception of Vader. You can also make an argument for Flair. He certainly had a better build to Starcade, and the Starcade match with Vader was amazing. Because you had Misawa being Misawa, and you had Kawada being Kawada, and they were at the top. And you had the end of the Trudegun and Misawa and Company feud. And then the realignment, which ended up with Misawa and Kobashi against the Holy Demon Army. Uh, of course, Kawada and Tawe. And the February 7th, 1993 match between Tawe and Kobashi is really important to telling the story of how things keep moving forward to make Kobashi equal to Kawada and Misawa. And it's a long run. And this is what all Japan did so well. The match itself is fantastic. If you've never seen it, go out right now and watch it. It is basically... A guy who is obviously pushing to get up the ladder. And the guy standing in his way, doing everything he can to prevent it. Except for, Taui's not the top guy. He can't be the top guy. He's still behind Kawada. He's still behind Misawa. It would be fair to say they're both on the same level, but Kobashi is still being held back a little bit. And it turned out to be brilliant that they did. What happens in this match is Kobashi throws everything at Taue. And Taue, who is not nearly the worker that Kobashi was, I don't want to say stonewalls him, but he absorbs it and he takes it out as best he can. And what it's basically coming to is how will Taue hit the choke slams that will keep him down? How will he avoid Misawa or Kobashi's biggest moves? And he does. Like, even very early in the match, there's a great moment where you get sort of the classic Kobashi hulking up after an initial couple of lockups. And no one in the history of Japanese wrestling does that sort of, I'm being fortified, than then Kobashi. And he hits his giant shoulder tackle, which I never realized was supposed to be a reference to his time as a rugby player. It makes so much sense. And what's amazing is he gets momentum at one point. He does a couple of chops, he hits his shoulder, and he goes for another one, but he ends up taking a choke slam. This is the entire story of the match in just one set of moves. It is Kobashi gets the momentum, but instantly gets taken down. He hits a brick wall, and the wall in this case is Taue. There's some really nice stuff here that showcases that concept. In particular, when uh, they brawl outside a little bit and Taui comes back and he gets hit with a drop kick. This is something I think a lot of people don't see about Kobashi. And I always put Kobashi as closer to Kijimudo than I do to Mitsuharu Misawa. And Misawa was a type of flyer. He actually instigated a sort of lucha style. Mudo never did. He was using a flying... A flying style that is more informed by traditional Japanese wrestling and traditional American wrestling. In essence, he is sort of a synthesis of Satoru Sataru Sayama, the first tiger mask, and the classic American flyers like your 
I was going to say Red Bastine, but I think more along the lines of a uh, kind of more of a Chris Benoit, honestly, but he predated that particular murder. Uh, it was more of a traditional driving force. And what he was really about was the impact of his body against his opponent. And it wasn't until he started to slow down in the late 90s that you saw him using, you know, the figure four, for example. But, you know, the moonsault, the handspring elbow, all of that was about the attack and the impact. And that is very much what Kobashi was. And it's very different from the way that Kawada was about impact. He was about kicks and slaps. There's a great exchange of chops in the Tawei Kobashi match that shows the idea. And eventually, I mean, literally at one point, Tawei goes into a very wide stance, sort of brick house stance, and he takes a couple of chops and throws a couple of chops. And it's obvious what they were trying to do there. They were trying to establish that it is Kobashi going up against a literal wall. And it works. The crowd isn't exactly as into this as I would have expected. But these weren't the top guys. And that's sort of something that's weird to me, is that we don't have either Kobashi or Tawei at the level that they can carry a big thing. Now, they do get into it a fair bit. There's a great segment where Kobashi gets, uh, because there's, and admittedly, there's a lot more rest holds than I would have expected. But there's a segment where, after a fairly long uh, uh, chin lock, where they're just exchanging. They're exchanging chops, they're exchanging overheads, and Tawi's overhead I always liked. And Kawada hits a beautiful enziguri and then a bulldog. But what happens then is he goes and he uses the rope to hit the leg drop. And it's obvious what is happening, because he does it, I think he does it twice. What's happening there is we are seeing that they are building Kobashi as the workhorse, as a sort of more flying worker. He's not as much about the suplexes. He's not as much about the slams. He's more about using his body as a weapon. And Tawei here is also being built as the guy who can withstand it and keep going. Uh, you know, when we see Tawei move out of the way of a moonsault, he's still selling and pretty darn well. I think Tawei never gets credit for the amount of selling he does. This match does have some start and stop to it, but it's incredibly watchable, particularly when you know what this leads to. There's also a super kick that is one of the worst super kicks I've ever seen ever thrown. It's just, he kind of puts his foot up there. Kobashi was not a super kick master, but there's a lot of great stuff that he's doing. And it is, again, all about that impact. But he is behind, he is the lowest order of that pack of four. And at this point, that has been established. It is Misawa, Kawada, Tawei, Kobashi. He eventually hits a moonsault, Tawei kicks out. It's a good segment, but really it's it's basically leading to what eventually happens. Kobashi takes a couple of joke slams, and he ends up getting pinned. He has his he is the force behind this match. And Tawei is more than just a impact board. He actually does go as best he can, and he's good. He's, I don't ever think he was bad. I just think he was fairly starkly contrasted against the people he was always in with. This is the start of the year where Kobashi just outworked 
the rest of the world all at once and ended up as a major star coming out of this. And part of that, of course, is what we're going to talk about at the end of 93, which I think is going to be five episodes. We see how the Misawa, Kobashi versus Kawada and Tawe feud changes the entire way all four of those men are perceived. So I hope you stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah.